and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm your host, Adam Gobeski. And I'm your host, Charlie Wallace. I, you were giving me crap about host versus co-host last time. Or are you trying to push me out? Yeah, you, you figured it out. Oh, okay. This is the first step right here. At some point, it becomes the Gobeski Report featuring Charlie Wallace. We call it the Gobeski Report for short. Uh, staging a hostile takeover while no one else is here. That Look, could p- potentially be on my side. That is today's topic. Not Hostility? Potential. Well, <laughs> sure. I, I mean, the usual topics, but... Yeah, yeah. No. We've spent the last couple, more or less, looking back. So now this episode is about looking to the future. I see. Yeah, so 15 years of a podcast we produce together. In the next 15 years will just be you. <laughs> no, you'll still produce it for me. Oh, I see. You just get downgraded <laughs> in status. I'm giving you a quiet demotion, Charlie. Oh, okay. Same amount of work. No credit. Yeah. Wait, maybe, is that a quiet promotion? If I give you more work for less credit? I, I think the idea is you can call something a quiet something as long as it doesn't really make any sense whatsoever. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then this is a quiet takeover <laughs> for our quiet future. It's the quiet podcast. That's right. <laughs> we set our loud our overall loudness several decibels lower than everyone else <laughs> no we don't we just think about it <laughs> we refuse to participate in the loudness wars <laughs> you have to turn up your sound every time you listen to us <laughs> no brick wall in here <laughs> so the future okay yeah what do you got uh, predictions uh hopes fears i hope that well, I guess I hope we continue to do this. I don't see any reason that we wouldn't. There's nothing on the horizon that's really ominous for podcasts, I except mean, maybe... Well, there's the outstanding grievances that have yet to be addressed. Uh, there's also just, you know, presumably you will feel resentful as a result of the coup. I mean, potentially, yes. So you allow for the possibility that you will not feel resentful as the result of a takeover coup. You'll just be like, yeah. No, this feels yeah, right. I think I think the problem is is that you've already said that, that I'll have the same amount of responsibility. <laughs> I mean, we can increase it if you want more responsibility. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I mean, you can be deposed as a monarch or a co-monarch, I guess, in this respect, and feel somewhat, somewhat relieved for not having the responsibility anymore. That's how that works, right? All throughout history. Uh, I, some cases, I think. <laughs> About time there was a coup. Jeez. <laughs> someone else's turn how how awful do i have to make life in this country before you depose me <laughs> i tried to be a nice thing <laughs> Got there's boring. nothing in the constitution we made that lets me resign so therefore <laughs> was an oversight i feel real bad about it now this is the path therefore that we have to take however <laughs> i guess my worry for the future of the podcast is do you think podcasting will still be a thing 15 years from now i mean there's nothing to keep us from putting it out but (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i don't think that matters to us (laughs) joe rogan still be around 15 years oh gosh i don't want to think about that (laughs) 2037 wow we will be in our 50s at that point oh but it'll have progressed into the thing that that's what People in their 50s do. Right. Yeah. And Generation <laughs> Alpha? Is that the one after Z? Probably. They'll be like, oh, yeah. podcasters? That's what millennials do. <laughs> okay, millennials. <laughs> go, 
Go start a podcast, millennials. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen to my podcast. And then afterwards, we can go put our physical media in our physical media players and watch things on our physical televisions. <laughs> Meanwhile, they'll be like, who are the Beatles? They've been completely taken off uh, the digital space. So no one has any idea who they are anymore. Wow. Hey, that's the future. Paywalls are rough. Yeah. yeah. It's just an intense paywall. It's only for the real music lovers. $10,000, you can listen to the Beatles all you like for the rest of your life. Let's uh, not give corporations ideas. <laughs> hey, nothing that they haven't already thought of. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah, how about that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery? I don't know that we've talked about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Speaking of the future. Uh, yeah, it's just bizarre. It's like HBO Max is not going to be a thing, perhaps? That's the thing that's like, boggles my mind i thought that was pretty popular but i don't have the numbers and they're just gonna wrap it into something else and it'll be it's all shifting underneath our feet yeah i uh heard one theory that the goal was to burn off as much of the debt as possible so that they can then offload warner brothers to like comcast or something oh lovely yeah well we all knew this was going to happen did we though if i'd said to you on uh September 18th, 2021, where do you think HBO Max will be in a year? Would you have said fire sale? No, I guess that's a good point. Not really. Meanwhile, they had like, what, the largest streaming premiere of, was that any show ever? I don't know. That might be, that might be uh, me just exaggerating and not remembering my headlines. Let's look it up. House of the Dragon premiere. Uh, Broke HBO's record. Okay. Well. I don't know exactly what that means, mostly because, yeah, it's like you have to have something that people are anticipating. I mean, a lot of the shows that they have to grow over time or after a few episodes. 10 million viewers across all platforms. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay, so I was watching Elvis, you know, Elvis movie that just came the out. The Baz Luhrmann film? Yeah, the Baz Luhrmann film. I mean, as you can imagine, it's kind of a weird movie, so it's kind of hard to take much at face value. But there was one part where they said that Elvis live streamed a concert that like was watched by 1.5 billion people. I think that might be true, actually. I'm amazed that I hadn't heard that before. That's the Hawaii special, right? Or was it the Vegas one? I think it was the Vegas one, but I I don't know. The movie uh, takes liberties with chronology and a lot of things, but not usually the the words that it decides to display on the screen. I also wanted to point out that if you're interested in hearing Tom Hanks say the word snow job about 50 times then this is the movie for you (laughs) but does he say go bob (laughs) uh i'm sure he says go hmm i bet you could i bet you could fit it together but no he doesn't by the way i'm not sure through the entire recording of that podcast or since i actually knew what the definition of the word snow job was (laughs) until i watched this movie i just always assumed the worst and were you correct in your assumptions no no, I assumed it was something uh, R-rated, at least, as opposed to just deceitful. <laughs> it's oral sex with cocaine. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think it was Alex who brought it up. So, <laughs> yeah, so initial reports of Aloha from Hawaii via satellite, the Elvis Hawaii special, estimated the show was seen by 1.5 billion people in 36 
countries. The figures for the total of viewers proposed by Presley's manager were questions as critics pointed that the sum of the total population of all the countries targeted by the broadcast was roughly 1.3 billion. <laughs> I was going to say that's like, at that time, what, a quarter of the population of the world? Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was pretty silly, but... I heard it was uh, weirdly focused on uh, Colonel, Colonel Parker. Tom Parker, yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks says Colonel Tom Parker. Talking about them snow jobs. <laughs> it's constantly. <laughs> uh, but I do. I don't think this has anything to do with the future. It has to do with the past. Okay. I have a Coca-Cola limited edition Dream World Zero Sugar, just as a follow-up to the one I did before, because this is the one that, if you recall from the last podcast, Kara had the Zero Sugar version and did not seem to like it. So I want to see how different it is. Okay. Plus, I was at the store and I was like, oh, that sounds good. Where are the Frito chili cheese I've chips looked. or whatever? I've looked. So I go to the store I go to is Hy-Vee. And you've been there, right? You've been there. Yeah, Hy-Vee's great. It is. They're really good with Coke, like limited edition stuff. They're bad with Lay's or any like sort of weird chip. Isn't flavor. Lay's owned by Pepsi? I'm sensing a conspiracy here. Oh. Uh, that may be true. In fact, I didn't. I don't see any Pepsi up at the front. I don't see any special Pepsi flavors. Well, I don't know that Pepsi's been doing special flavors the way Coke has. No, that's true. Oh, other than Mountain Dew things, I guess. I did look for the Coke. I've seen the Coke Nitro there, but it's. I didn't see it the this time. Pepsi Nitro, you mean? Oh, is it Pepsi Nitro? Oh, then I guess they do have Pepsi flavor. So conspiracy thwarted. I heard it's terrible. I t- imagine. I heard it's uh, basically if you want to drink flat pop, you should get a Pepsi Nitro because the nitrogen disperses so quickly. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not a fan of nitro beers. I've never really had any coffee with it. So like, yeah, I just imagine with a soda, it's just it's not what you're accustomed to drinking. Anyway, this is the zero sugar. And I think last time we decided, well, I decided it tasted something like peach or maybe a mango, some sort of fruity flavor. So. I think I suggested peach, you suggested mango, because I had previously had the zero sugar version. Oh, uh, it kind of tastes like a, yeah, yeah, kind of like a Pepsi mango, or like a, what are they, the Pepsi Max mango or whatever. It's it's okay. I can see why Kara was a little bit iffy on it. I think the actual sugar in this case makes a huge difference. Mm. It's hard to go back. Well, then let's go forward to the future. Coca-Cola double sugar, dream world. <laughs> Limited edition. Double sugar. Wow. (laughs) Now I just want to know what that would taste like. Is it too sweet? Does it just taste like Pepsi? What is it? (laughs) Uh, Does Pepsi have significantly more sugar than Coke does? I mean, it tastes sweet. It tastes like it does. But I mean, I don't think they're a different number of calories. ah, Look it up. (laughs) People also ask, how many sugar is in Pepsi? How many sugar is in Pepsi? 39 grams. All right. Uh, is that a 12-ounce can? 39 grams and 12-ounce for Coke. Okay. Nah, 39 and Pepsi. The same, yet how can Pepsi taste sweeter? I uh, guess we'll have to find out, because that's part of the future. It's just how it works. The future doubles everything. I'm looking it up. You're looking what up? Why does Pepsi taste sweeter than Coke? <laughs> Why does Coke Coke taste has more sodium. Like- and then the first one I got was, why does Coast Coke taste like metal? <laughs> uh. The second hit was, why does my cherry Coke taste like alcohol? <laughs> you let it sit and too long. And the third hit, why does Coke Zero taste like regular Coke? 
why does my Coke taste like cinnamon? And then why does Pepsi taste like Coke? <laughs> There's some maniacs out there ruining the Google searches for all of us. I don't know. The, the, the quickest result I found was like, it was. there's more sodium in Coke. I'm willing to believe oh, that. Sure, it's just some formula variation. Maybe it's the cocaine. Oh, could be. You know, Coke has Coke and Pepsi has Pepsid. <laughs> so it settles your stomach as it's as it's going down. That Don't you drink Pepsi for acid reflux? <laughs> it doesn't help your, uh, your GERD. <laughs> Let me just slam a two liter of Pepsi. It'll be fine. Were two liters a particular slam? Wait, what? Were two liters a particular slam? So 20 ounces were quick slams, right? Oh. And liters were big slams? Were two liters anything? Grand slam? Grand slam. I mean, I think you'd want to discourage people from drinking that all at once. Let me type in Pepsi quick slam. Hmm. And I get lots of, all right, let me try big slam. Two liter soda slam. Let's see what we get. (laughs) This guy can drink two liters of soda faster than anyone on the planet. Yeah, it doesn't look like the two liter had a slam. You know what? People are enjoying our product too much. We need more throughput. What (laughs) if we told them they had to slam it? Drink it as fast as possible. Oh, I like the idea. It could be a quick slam, a big slam, and then a slow slam. (laughs) Hey, can you pick me up a Mountain Dew slow slam? <laughs> trying to pace myself. I go through those quick slams too quickly. <laughs> I want that long, intense feeling. <laughs> it comes from a slow slam. Long, drawn out slam. <laughs> oh, I found a picture that suggests the cans were slam cans. Uh, what is that? Oh, they're uh, called slam cans. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So the future. The future looks slightly better for podcast recording times. Oh, because, why well, is that? Well, children's sleep schedules change drastically at certain ages, and Celeste has seemingly dropped her nap, which just means that we have to put her to bed significantly earlier. I'm not sure we can quite do maybe like 8.15 at this point, or even 8. 8? You know, back to where it was. 8. 8. 8. 8. Yeah, but don't you have to worry about the next kid, and then the next kid, and then the next kid? Uh, no, we were talking about this through extensive steroid use. I no longer have to worry about this. (laughs) Oh, are you swole now? Oh, yeah. Certain parts of me, for sure. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. I just, yeah, we were talking about, um... How I, I, one time when I was camping, I was stung by a bee and I just had a not severe allergic reaction to it, but one that required steroids after, you know, didn't go away after about a week. And I just always ask the physician to like, whenever this happens, like for poison ivy or a bee sting or whatever, just like give me as much steroids as you ethically can, because otherwise it's going to come back and it's going to be worse because my body just goes into like immune overdrive. And Adam suggested, well... (laughs) You're not worried about having children anymore? I was like, no, I guess not. <laughs> then you might as well get something in the bargain. Yeah. Time to get jacked. That's right. <laughs> I wish Paul were here. I feel like he'd he'd really be riffing on this. Now I I still have to work out for that, right? You can't yeah, just take the steroids. Just take steroids but, <laughs> but I don't think you have to work it's out just... as hard otherwise. <laughs> That's a pretty good bet. The guy who just takes steroids but doesn't work out. More to why he doesn't get uh get jacked. <laughs> I'm just angry all the time. 
don't know you why. You have to work out when you take steroids. Yes. <laughs> I love how there's just like just random helpful links. Like, do you need rest days when on steroids? <laughs> like, thanks, nextgenpharmaceuticals.is. <laughs> but yeah, side effect. There you go. No more kids. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So we can podcast more. Well, except if you're working out instead. So I can work out while I podcast. I just have to keep my head in the right position relative to the mic. Let's see. I could do. So just have to get a curls. headset. Yeah. I'm not sure I could do. Oh, yeah. I could get a headset. You're right. <laughs> do deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> while what I podcast. That sound like? Give us a taste of the future. All right. So I'm about to taste uh, Coca-Cola Dream World Limited Edition Zero Sugar. <laughs> Oh, gosh. One. One. <laughs> Are you bench pressing the case? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I was doing I was doing a deadlift. Oh, deadlift. Okay. <laughs> In between. I thought you were doing a curl. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> and I'm not going to cut out those grunts, even though I could. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. I could just edit in such a way that you never knew that I was working out while we podcasted. Yeah. By the way, John Oliver says inflation is your fault, so. My fault. Yeah. Mine, everyone's fault or mine specifically? Yours specifically. For taking steroids? Yes. But he says anyone who didn't gain weight over the pandemic, it's their inflation is their fault. Oh. <laughs> what? Because they kept buying things? Like yeah, workout they stuff? Yeah, kept buying Pelotons and whatever. Ah, yeah. So I hope you're speaking, happy. Speaking of uh, fire sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, pandemic's over, right? Right. That's what yeah. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> we can all go back to licking toilet seats <laughs> so maybe we should make decisions about the future of the podcast while no one else is here to protest right where we don't have to convince anyone yeah i i propose that we need a simple well not majority what is, what is it if you need a majority or exactly 50 percent to implement something i'm just saying what? if we suggest if or? one person suggests something we have to do it <laughs> Instead of both oh. of us agreeing, oh. a free-for-all. Well, then, uh, I guess you should sing a song about it. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. na 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 Sing a song about it. da na 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 Sing a song about it. There we go. Mmm. That's not new. That's the past. I guess it's the future, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's all time. All right. Sing a song about... Future of the podcast of the and podcast. how the, how the uh, voting rules will work. Okay. Son to the tune of Rock Me Amadeus. Okay. <laughs> Assuming you know Rock Me Amadeus. I know the chorus. <laughs> That's fine. The verses are like wrapped, so... It's the podcast of the future. <laughs> we're, we're on our way. Anything we suggest, we have to do... We have to do it. Have to do it. First, we start off by singing a song, and then we have to take wow. some steroids and do some bench presses, etc. You had good flow for about two seconds, and then you just trailed off. <laughs> That's it. We'll do it bench for presses 50. and steroids. <laughs> do some bench, bench pre- presses and deadlifts, and some curls and some lat work, and some... Some leg presses. <laughs> Gotta do those legs too. That's ah, just gonna be a workout podcast now. What about planks? 
you could do you could do a whole podcast doing planks. Not for the whole time. Well, I mean, you could switch to the sides. All right, I'm gonna try it. Hold on. Let's <laughs> do this. I think you're gonna get it on the floor. All right. I'm... If the uh, if the headphone cable stretches. All right. Let's. I think you're gonna hear me in the distance, but I'll do it too. Almost. All right. If I do it right here, the headphone stretch. All right. I'm gonna sound way in the distance. You sound very, very distant. Yeah. Isn't your microphone on like a a pivot? Can't you just drop that thing down? Uh, yeah. Let me try not to spill my soda. <laughs> Crucial workout. Coochermont. <laughs> All right. I always like to finish my workouts with Coke Dream World. <laughs> All right, here's, all right, I'm doing my traditional, like, downward plank or whatever you would call it. All right, let me know when we're starting this. I'm going. All right. Ugh. Okay, so what do you want to talk about? Um, hmm. All right, so we could do a conspiracy corner. Um, Big Pharma. All right, what's your conspiracy? Big Pharma? Trying to get us, <laughs> trying to get us hooked on steroids so that we don't have, have to kids. work out all the time. Yep, don't have kids. It's already working on us right now. We turned into oh. a workout podcast. I know. I'm not sure I like it. No, I don't. My abs are really feeling it right now. It's actually my shoulders. My shoulders are shaking. Apparently, <laughs> I don't have strong shoulders. Oh, well, how are you? What are you doing with your arms? I'm like keeping my arms. Like? Well, yeah, but like I'm not, I don't have my arms like straight out. I have them like folded in the middle of my hands folded. Uh, I guess. And for Probably anybody who's wondering, this is a triangle shape. Like, this is a bit, but we're actually doing it. And <laughs> I haven't done a plank in like forever, and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so that was, so maybe we won't do this. All right. Now I'm feeling the core. All right. Break. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> oh, you can keep going. I'm done. Well, <laughs> steroids ain't going to activate themselves. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Yeah. Ooh, I haven't done a plank in a while either. Joe Rogan should have done that with Elon Musk. Steroids? Well, yeah. I was to say planks during the whole episode. I think that's how you get people to really open up. By forcing them to tighten up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just like just like you're going to the gym with your buddies in between sets. I don't like that I feel vaguely out of breath. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I used to go to the gym. Like, and not like really try to work out. I wasn't trying to get jacked or anything. But, like, do some weight work. And then I decided I just don't enjoy it at all. Oh, that's me and running. Yeah, so it's unsustainable. Whereas running is the opposite. I'm like, oh, I actually enjoy this. So at some point, you know, it's, I guess like every once in a while, like right now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't done like a sit-up or a push-up or a plank in, I don't know, several years? <laughs> I probably should. I mean, I've done sit-ups and push-ups. I just haven't done planks. I think because literally because I think my shoulders are not as strong as they should be. So I find planks harder to do yeah, because yeah. of that. There's all sorts of things you can do, though. You know, it's not like you can't work out those same muscles some other way. <laughs> I like how this ter- actually turned into like workout advice podcast. <laughs> I suggested it. So it has to happen. Ugh. Okay, we'll, we'll change it to we both have to agree. <laughs> all right. You got the sing a song. I got the workout. And so we each got one. All right. Can we change it to I win? You win? So I work out and you don't what? You win what? No. Oh, any, oh. any tiebreakers. Oh, I see. You have veto power. Yeah. And anti-veto power. <laughs> Tie goes to the host. <laughs> Whew.
So yeah, the future. What marches do you want to do? Um, what marches do you want to force Doug oh, to participate in? Well, now that he's not here to object, this is one I was thinking of doing anyway, which was Ooh. the Impossible March, the Mission Impossible movies, because I watched one and I watched two, and I was just like, ah, I'm just gonna go through and watch these because I'm not sure which ones I had watched. It turns out I knew I had watched one. And I was like, I don't think I've watched two. And I got about five minutes in. I was like, oh, no, I've seen this movie. So it'll be interesting as I watch through them how many I've actually seen or not seen. I mean, I like it. But the problem is I feel like we need to wait until they're all out. Oh, well, that's true. One or two more coming still, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, the same could be same set of James Bond. I mean, that's not done. Well, yeah. But I thought. I thought Tom Cruise had said something to the effect of these next sets were going to be. Oh, that's true. It doesn't exist without Tom Cruise. Yeah, there is. Mission Impossible was created by Tom Cruise. It cannot (laughs) exist without him. You could make that argument. (laughs) I think it would be wrong, but you could make it. Not as an IP, I guess, but. (laughs) It is weird how Mission Impossible came back. It really is. And like watching the first one which is Brian De Palma and being like, oh, this is kind of a, like, it definitely has like the big set pieces and those I remembered, but just yeah, like weird intrigue and like a twist you could say coming from like a million miles away. And it's like, this is very nineties action movie, which is exactly what it was. Right. But yeah, I guess I didn't expect it to feel quite as dated as it did. I'm not sure I've seen the first one since in 20 years, you know? Yeah. I don't think I had either. Possibly longer, 25 even maybe. That might be a little, maybe not quite 25. I'm going to guess like 98, 99, maybe. Mm, yeah, I seem to think I maybe watched it on a bus trip. That seems likely. Oh, no. Bus trips were uh, uh, Kazam. Okay. <laughs> and uh, a Robin Williams stand-up special. That was in college. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they weren't showing that to the eighth graders. <laughs> I feel like I could have seen maybe a Mrs. Doubtfire on a bus trip. Yeah, maybe. Remember that? That was like the coolest thing ever. It's like, I'm going to watch this movie. I could watch it home on the smallest TV possible, but it's on a bus. So I'm going to ignore the people around me. <laughs> well, everyone around you also is watching I know. the movie. Exactly. Exactly. Kazam ain't going to watch itself. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to remember like the best. That's the why best I don't have to see the, on a bus. Uh, the Mandela effect regarding Kazam, by the way, because I vividly remember watching it on the bus <laughs> on the way to the Chicago Museum of Technology, something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember watching The Saint for some reason. It's like, yeah. The Val Kilmer? The Val Kilmer one, yeah. Yeah. Watching a movie on a plane it made me remember I was going to Tobago a few years ago. I don't know if I told this on the podcast or not. I'm, it seems like the sort of thing I might have told already. Uh, we, we, know, we know about the Tobago trip. Yes, but did you know on the way there, there was, oh, it wasn't Mr. D. What? There's an Eddie Murphy movie, like Mr. Somebody, that came out like a few years ago. Let me look up what it is. Uh, Meet Dave. I remember Meet Dave exists. Mr. Church. There's a movie. I with, don't remember that. All right. The, it's the 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. So I watched this on the plane, or I think there were communal screens. So you could tap into it, the sound, if you wanted to. And I felt like I didn't want to. That's how I've seen Snow White and the Huntsman, possibly the sequel like that. So I wish I would have told this right after it happened, because the whole time I didn't put in my headphones and I just made up a story in my head about what was going on for this entire, entire, like somewhere between hour and a half and two hour movie. Yeah. (laughs) I was just making up the dialogue in my head. And then on the way back, I did the same thing over again. (laughs) 
the same movie was playing. I was like, all right, <laughs> drifting in and out of sleep. Just imagining what these characters are saying to each other. What's the last communal movie you watched on a flight before they had all the personalized screens? I mean, besides that. Well, was that the last one? I think so. Yeah. Wow. That may be the only one. You know, 95% of the flights I've ever been on have not had screens. It's only the really long ones. And I, you know, taking most stuff from the middle, you know, the middle of the Midwest, most of the, the legs aren't particularly long. So, well, flying from Detroit to Phoenix always had it. Ah, yeah, there you go. That's just long enough. Three and a half, four hour flights. Yeah. I think the last communal movie I saw was The Founder. Oh, okay. Yeah. With uh, Michael Keaton. I'd, I'd listen to the audio on that. And then they uh, kept showing the pilot episode of, I think it was called The Grinder. Yeah, The Grinder. With I like Rob the Grinder. Lowe and uh, Fred Savage, I think. That show is actually good. Well, I remember they showed. They showed the founder, and then they just kept showing that 30 minutes of the grinder pilot over and oh. over. <laughs> so I had this idea for a podcast. Okay. Either either a spinoff podcast or some subset, but it's basically all sci-fi movies. But you start with 2001, and you bring on a guest, whether they've seen it or not before, irrelevant. It's not cinematic respect in that regards, but you bring on a guest. And then at the end of the episode, the guest suggests what the next sci-fi movie you're going to watch is. Ah. And it could be anything, right? Like, it could be Alien, it could be The Martian, but it could also be, like, weird stuff, too. Like, you know, 50s things that people are like, oh, yeah, I vaguely remember it came from outer space or something. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah. But mainly, it would be my excuse to start making people watch weird sci-fi. I like that, but the problem is, I think you'll find that the guests, like, they may not suggest what you want them to suggest, I guess. All right, so then, all right, let's change the format. You get the same four or five people, like we've been doing the Mary Marvel movie march. Sure, yep. But you you rotate through each of us what the next one's going to be. Yeah, that could make sense. We can incorporate that into the march. I figure you start with 2001 because it's like a big, important science fiction movie. Seems like a reasonable yeah. starting place. I was initially thinking when you started the description, they'd be like, oh, then we find a movie that chronologically happened after 2001. Something that takes place in 2002 or 2003. <laughs> wow. And we'll get to Blade Runner 2049 eventually. <laughs> yeah, that sounds complicated. That sounds like more work than I wanted to put in. It's got to be on the internet somewhere. I would rather have fights about what actually constitutes a sci-fi movie than rather rather than <laughs> did this movie take place in 2005 or not. Like, do superhero movies just count as sci-fi movies? Well, <laughs> no, not necessarily. Right. And then having fights about like, well, if Guardians of the Galaxy counts, then why doesn't Batman? When he goes to space, like maybe that's like when he's fighting those weird alien things. Maybe. Oh, so he has to go to space. No, you don't have to go to space for something to be sci-fi. Um, See, this is this is what I wanted to have happen. Yeah, trench coat Ben Affleck Batman fighting weird space alien things. That one scene. So that's sci-fi. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> Batman versus Superman and the Snyder Zack Snyder Justice League. That's it. No other superhero movies. <laughs> Not even Guardians. Wow. Well, unfortunately, we instituted a rule that says I can't overrule him. So it's, it's what goes, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but at least we can plank while we watch it. <laughs> <laughs> G- 
getting swole on sci-fi. You can only watch as much of the movie as as you can do while doing planks. <laughs> well, I made it 10 minutes in, so I can only talk about the first 10 minutes. You made it 10 minutes in, you liar. <laughs> you didn't get past the opening Columbia no. Pictures logo. <laughs> hey, this is like episode 200. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> One day I hope to make it to the end of a movie. <laughs> Oh, see, I just thought that you just you get some sort of sensor, like a connect that watches when you're planking, and when when the plank drops, then it pauses the movie so you go back into the plank. I like that. Oh, what are we watching? You could today? do that. Yeah, that wouldn't be hard. We're watching Interstellar all three hours. <laughs> I mean, we have technology that I work with that can do this. Oh well, then get a grant because you you work through a university, so. Get a grant, and then let's make this happen. <laughs> I mean, this seems vaguely like the uh, television that only works when you're on a bike, right? Yeah. But it's like an extension of that. Yeah. It's for your core. Well, yeah. So then you have prior research that you can point at. People will bike for television, but will they plank? Will they plank for movies? <laughs> it's a streaming service that only shows sci-fi films and only works while you plank. We call it Sci-Fi Swole. <laughs> All right, there's the title of the episode. <laughs> Swolefy? No. A sci-fi swole, uh, I think. Yeah. Swolefy sounds like you're just watching Pain and Gain a lot. <laughs> I don't think I had any other topics. I don't think I really uh, had any topics. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I had looking to the future as a vague thing. I was at the store and was like, ah, I've got to buy something. <laughs> like, I thought, I thought maybe we would... Uh, this would be the moment where we started the DC March. Now that Doug's not here to object to starting a DC March. Oh, is that what this was about? You should have just said something. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Aye. There we go. All opposed? No. <laughs> was that Doug out of the ether? <laughs> yeah. No, this is Doug. No. Because I think I did once sort of semi-seriously suggested to Doug. He was basically like, let me recover from the Marvel movies before we jump right into a DC yeah, one. Yeah, no kidding, yeah. If <laughs> if we were to do like more movies that weren't Marvel, I would probably want like non-superhero stuff, probably. This is a slight change of pace. That's I mean, the fair. DC I think we should do eventually, but something more manageable. There's the Alien versus Predator versus Alien versus Predator march. <laughs> is that just the alien versus predator like what is that just the- oh aliens and predators movies and alien versus predator movies <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was on the website all right i saw you watch prey how was it it was good yeah i actually watched it the day it came out <laughs> oh hmm. i think because hulu was like the hulu subscription was finishing i was like well i'm not really gonna have a chance to watch this later and this wasn't a secret Predator movie, right? It just supposed people knew that it was a Predator movie. Yeah, I think there was talk at one point about trying to make it a semi-secret Predator movie, and then they sort of just backed off that. It's like we might get people who actually like Predator to watch this or be excited for it if we told them. Right. Not a Cloverfield situation. Yeah, so I'm looking at this alien Predator march, and I realize the problem is there's too many alternate editions. <laughs> oh, well, we wouldn't have to. Do some of them? I think some of them. I think you do have to do. Like at very least, I think you have to do the aliens special edition and the alien three 
it's not really the director's cut sort of like but it's kind of the director's cut but it has like i think it's like an extra 45 minutes and the movie wakes makes way more sense also we'd have to watch prometheus which i, I assume would excite paul an alien covenant which i never saw I never saw it either. Uh, I know you said you hated Prometheus, but I didn't hate Prometheus. I thought it was fine. It's I know you hate. Full of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> These people are so dumb. They should not be on a ship. <laughs> this should not be who you sent out into space unless you're trying to kill them. That was some movie. Was it called Life? Maybe. Yeah. Where they just with, sent uh, out Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, maybe that's not it. I don't know. There was some movie I watched where they just sent prisoners out. They're like, you can either. Do your life sentence here on Earth, or we'll send you on the space mission. Is that High Life? High Life, yeah, that one. With, uh, what's his butt? Pattinson, yeah. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Batman? Yeah. Did yeah, you see Batman. the Batman? I did see the Batman. I Another actually movie. enjoyed the Batman. Yeah, that's my exact reaction. was like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. It's a little long, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I would low-key be down for an Alien versus Predator march. I could do it, yeah. Doesn't look That's too long. Maybe seen. I was gonna say half of them. That's probably not true. I think I've probably seen four. Four of the films. Uh, what are there? Like twelve? Thirteen. Now that prey is up. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've seen nine of these. I had a friend at work who was basically like, "You need to watch the Alien versus Predator movies," and I was like, "I do." And he was like, "No, they're they're bad. It's great." And I was like, "Okay." And I watched the first one, and I was like, "It's actually not." terrible it's a very middling movie it's not bad enough <laughs> yeah and then the sequel is bad but not for the right reasons and he was like no it's hilarious there's like pregnant women who get infected by aliens i guess that's a spoiler but you're not watching alien versus predator requiem let's be honest here yeah um well i might have to <laughs> well yeah you'll have to but i mean the audience and i was like yeah but they could have gone harder on it i'm not sure they did yeah but that's why I've seen the Alien versus Predator movies, because my friend was like, you need to watch this. They're amazing. I saw it in theater. I Yeah, just an undergrad with like PJ and John. and Which are the four you've seen then, if Alien versus Predator is one of them? All right, that was a guess. How many? I'm going to say Alien. Yep. I've not seen Aliens. Really? Wow. You're in for a treat for that one. Prometheus. <laughs> okay. Alien versus Predator. Okay. I've seen Predator. I've seen Predator 2. Okay. I think that's it. Have you seen Alien 3? No. Have you seen any of their new Predator movies from like the last... Oh, I've seen years? Predators. Oh, you're up to six. Almost halfway. Yeah. I think that's it. Unless I've just randomly seen another one and not remember it. I guess I could have seen Alien versus Predator 2. Possible. Yeah. Seems unlikely. It seems like maybe I did. I'm trying to remember... I think the first one takes place like entirely in a pyramid or something, right? Yeah, and like Antarctica. And does the second one end up like on a rooftop at some point? Maybe. I think the second one's just in like a suburb. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think the first one doesn't end up on a building at all. So I think I've actually seen both of those somehow. Oh, wow. Well, hey, you made it over halfway. All right, good. You know what? Let's do this. All right. I don't know who we're going to get involved. Not Tony, because there's way too much horror for Tony. I'll bet we can get Paul. Yeah, I bet. But we get Doug. Right. We can probably get Doug. Um, right. Then how do we do it? Like chronological? Or do we do get through the aliens and then get through the predators? No, and I then the aliens gotta, versus. I think you got to do it chronologically, because otherwise there's too many just long periods of crap. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> It's like, oh, I watched Alien and Aliens, and 
now I have Alien 3, Alien 4, Prometheus, Alien Covenant. <laughs> that's is, a rough that's a rough patch if you go that way. One thing that streaming services one advantage of them is that they kind of make you want to do these things because if the service you have has access to that IP then you just have all the movies there, which I think was the Mission Impossible thing, which uh. one of I don't remember which service it was. I think it's been bouncing around, but like the Mission Impossible ones, yeah, they had like all of them and then I found it didn't have 3 for whatever reason. <laughs> it's like all of them except three. And I'm like, oh, am I going to pay money to see three? Could do all the Star Trek movies. We could. Yeah. There's 13 of those. Oh, just like there's 13 uh, Alien Predator AVP movies. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Since this 14th Star Trek movie's never coming out. <laughs> None of the series on uh, Paramount Plus are, are coming out. Movie. Uh, getting a movie. I, I don't. Not How currently. many series do they have? My, my it's like favorite. Six. Uh, let's see. Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, Prodigy, Strange New Worlds. Am I missing any? It's only five. Which is great. I mean, yeah, an embarrassment of riches, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how many of them are good. <laughs> um, I've, I like Strange New Worlds. I really like Lower Decks. That's probably my favorite. I haven't seen Prodigy. I've seen the first three seasons of Discovery, and that's very hit or miss. And the first season of Picard was weird. I haven't seen the second season. First season's weird because it really feels like it should have just been like a single mini series and done. But then at some point halfway through, they were like, oh, we should make more of this. So let's just change our ending slightly. And it's like, well, no, you were you were building to this whole thing. And now it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well, yeah, my favorite thing about the new Star Trek movie is that uh, J.J. Abrams announced it back in like May or something. And apparently all the cast, because it was supposed to be like one of the Chris Pine universe movies. <laughs> apparently all the cast was like, uh, say what now? You haven't talked to our agents about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll drop whatever we're contractually obligated to do and go work on that. Sure. <laughs> right. We won't negotiate for more money now that we know you're desperate. <laughs> so, yeah, Alien versus Predator and Star Trek. These are the marches. Okay. Yeah. Bet you we get Kevin in on the Star Trek one. Oh, for sure. He might do the Alien Predator one, but I guess I don't haven't really felt out how he feels about you know <laughs> alien sci-fi predators. horror. Yeah, aliens or predators. <laughs> I do feel about human beings being hunted by by extraterrestrial beings of varying intelligence. <laughs> how do you feel about humans then hunting those hunters <laughs> in the back half of half of the movies? <laughs> Do you like table turning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We could do the M. Night Shyamalan march. <laughs> Speaking of twists. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could do like the twist march. It's just twisty movies that have twists in them. But you, so you're expecting a twist, which actually kind of negates it, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I guess. The twist is that we didn't do the march. <laughs> <laughs> could do a usual suspects if we're allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a real tainted. Uh... Yeah, Ooh, on different think. angles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of Hitchcock. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. A lot of Hitchcock. A lot of Hitchcock. I feel like, doesn't Hitchcock alone have like 40 movies? That'd be a march in itself. That would be a good march. <laughs> I wonder how well you could convince people to stay with the silent movies for like 20 Oh, movies. yeah. <laughs> 
we've almost made it to talkies, guys. We're two years in. We almost hit talkies. I want to know how many Alfred Hitchcock filmography. Oh, wow. Some of these are lost films. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it looks like he's got two, maybe three. All right, looking just based on this, it's probably not 20 silent movies. <laughs> There's a lot of movies here, though. Yeah, we'd have to wade through some Hitchcock that probably isn't that great. I mean, yeah. I'm sure even bad Hitchcock isn't horrible, but they're not the sort of things that people suggest you go watch anymore. Silent, 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 silent. Oh, that one's not silent. Nine silents, one of which is lost. One of the most wanted films in the world, The Mountain Eagle. But yeah, that'd be fun. But Predators, Aliens, Star Trek, I think we got it. All right. The future is laid out. So I hope you tune in for those future marches on the Gobeski Report featuring Charlie Wallace. My name's Charlie Wallace for what it's worth. (laughs) Featuring stagehand Charlie Wallace. (laughs) But yeah, that wraps it up for this edition of what's currently the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I am Charlie Wallace. And yeah, we've made some non-serious suggestions and a couple of ones I think we're actually going to do. So that's the future. Yeah. It's up to you to work out which ones were serious and which ones weren't. (laughs) Gotta work on my core. (laughs) Get ready. (laughs) Gotta work on my shoulders. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Make sure to check out GobeskyWallaceReport.com. We've got lots of exciting opportunities for you to entertain yourself there. Oh, I thought you were talking about job opportunities. The job opportunities we have don't pay, so they're really more of unpaid internships. And you can follow us on Twitter, at GW Report, and you can like us on Facebook. So if you're looking for an internship, talk to Charlie. An unpaid internship that gives no letter of recommendation. Just the satisfaction of a job well done. But you can stay at Charlie's house. Um... All right. Let's do a flesh march. <laughs> That'll be over quick. <laughs> Speaking of people excited to go back to the movies. Yeah. So the first two movies of this march don't really have anything to do with the source material. <laughs> Except that he's a reporter. Oh, yeah, I like this angle. Charlie goes and reads the Fletch books so he can tell us about Fletch. The I have. Novels. Not oh, all of well them. Then there. I've read several of them, but. There you go. Perfect. <laughs>